Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? It is Knucklehead Comics. It's Tuesday. And we are live, and I got some shit playing in my fucking headphones that I don't know. There you go. Anyway, yes, it is. <laughs> it is Tuesday night. Knucklehead Comics. Fuck around. We got Cap in the building. We got Cap with some Night of the Rounds table, arm, sleeve, shoulder. Yeah, this is my leather piece that I got at the Renaissance Fair. This is in honor of my fighter, Victorum, and my paladin, as you see the name, Vester Amos. That's right. My D&D campaign, because it is D&D &D fucking night. We're going to re review the movie, talk about all this shit. I'm fucking hyped. Word. We're going to review the movie, talk about D&D. We're gonna talk about some MCU news. We're gonna get we're gonna get into that first, right? Yep. And you know, and, and some other stuff. You know, we're gonna we're gonna get in, we're gonna get into some stuff tonight. Tonight's gonna be me and you. Show might show up, but you know how that goes. <laughs> Mike goes a long way with show. Yeah. <laughs> you might do a lot of things. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Showing up ain't one of them. <laughs> right. He's a lot of buy things, but. Showing up ain't one of them. <laughs> Shit, man. Um, so let's start off with this with this woman, uh, Victoria Alonso. Yeah, so Victoria Alonso is uh, or was a producer with Marvel, uh, all the way back from the first Iron Man. So she's been with the first Iron Man all the way through till now, till Quantum Mania. And a couple of the um, future projects coming out. I know Loki season two, uh, the Marvels, uh, Secret Invasion, at least. Maybe Echo, maybe some other shows. She was a producer on it. And then she graduated to be like the the head of the graphic, you know, the visual arts division. All the CG artists and all the graphic shit that they put in the in the Marvel movies, and she left. I I hear other people reporting that she got fired, but everything I've read just said that she left, and we don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, the, the prevailing theory is that she's leaving because she was the reason why all the visual artists are having a shitty time, having crappy deadlines, uh, crappy environments. They're being rushed to do shit. All the special effects that look bad technically happen under her watch. And she hadn't done anything to to better them. Like, peep this. You remember Thor Love and Thunder? How um, Heimdall's son communicated with um, yeah. Thor? Thor how yeah. he was just ahead? Yeah. So it was supposed to be the whole body, but they couldn't get it done in time. So the first run of the movie, the head float was shitty CGI. And then for like week two and on in the theater, they went back and actually updated it and fixed just the head. Because again, that's all they can do and slap that into the fucking movie. So if you saw it early, you saw a bullshit float that was horrible. And if you saw it late, you probably saw the better version. And all happening under this woman who is now, for mysterious reasons, has disappeared. 
Well, you know, some people equate it to also the 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 flop of Ant Man and the, you know Quantum Mania. Yeah. So, and that was full of visual effects. Like every effect that they put in there was visual. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was no audio effects in it. <laughs> Well, yeah, there was audio effects for people playing the home game, but uh, no, yeah, that that whole thing was shot on like a fucking four by four green screen stage, which you know, if done correctly, can work. For the movie, I don't, I didn't see too much of a problem with it, except for it, it did have a little bit of the um, the Wizard of Oz effect. Yeah, you're like, oh, they put shit in the foreground, but the background is just a painted wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially <laughs> when in the quantum realm with the walking buildings and all. You yeah. buildings are dead, you know. But what do we what do we expect? Like, it's not like Disney's a multi billion dollar company that's been around for hundreds of years. You know, they they're brand new. MCU is brand new. That hasn't been around for twenty something years. There isn't fifty movies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're an indie startup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't expect anything, you know, to work. You know what I'm saying? But, but you know, the, from what I so the failure of that, plus all the bad CGI, she left. And I can only believe that she left because she couldn't compromise. Because what did they say? Qual- quality over quantity. Yeah. We're going to slow shit down. We're going to, you know, get shit. We're not gonna just pop shit out every every five months, you know. Let's 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 make yeah, this let's shit look good. Let's make these movies good, and you know we'll we'll get to them when we get to them. And then what happens? The woman that's forcing everybody to do it now leaves. And and again, we have for legal reasons. We got to say allegedly. Well, I mean, I'm a prosecutor, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like <laughs> this is this is a podcast. If you don't like what we're saying, listen. Like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, put it in a note, post it on MySpace, tag us on Twitter, uh, and then go fuck yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. We speak facts here; it's not opinions. You should appreciate them. You know, but um, but yeah. Speaking of which, not to get on the tangent like we always do, I I heard Kenny call the uh, the fucking one eight hundred hotline. Yeah. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it was like a diamond in this company, and I said, yo. What is what is what do the facts do to to your opinions? It adds pressure to your opinions, and then what the pressure add, what does pressure make? Diamonds, boom, ten times diamond. There you go. <laughs> it's all it's all it's all there. It's all there. You know we don't we don't bullshit you. I got a BS and BS, but we don't do that shit. But but yeah, I mean, so they have they announced her successor. Like, what was her job besides just making everything come out now? I mean that that's it. She was just the the head of the visual arts department. So all the graphics and shit, she was in charge of making sure all that was supposed to run smoothly. All the people were supposed to be taken care of, make sure deadlines were hit, you know, all the shit that in the first, in the infinity saga, they seem to have had on a fucking, you know, well-oiled machine level. Out of nowhere, it just, Somebody fell asleep and one of the cogs went by without noticing and shit got put out of order. It's do it now or I'll kill you. 
But it, it's weird because it's Spider Man wasn't bad graphically. No, Shang Chi wasn't bad graphically. Uh, Wakanda wasn't Wakanda Forever wasn't bad graphically, for the most part. Like, yeah. I mean, listen. It, it's not like these movies were fucking nineteen ninety nine level bad. You know, they so, just needed. Some people are saying that they were worse than that, but. Well, those people really, we can't hear what they're saying until they take the dick out their mouth. That that that's just you know, common sense here. But the it's really just if you spent a little bit more time on those graphics, maybe we could have did something. But also, not for nothing, if you spend a little bit more time on the actual continuity of the story, well, you know, like. Things that make us connect, like the actual movie itself. What's up, Arcage? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you if you would have actually spent a little bit more time on the movie itself, the plan that you're trying to convey here, you know, the 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 script, and not just wow shit. Maybe we get a better movie. It's not always about the graphic. Like, would you take awesome graphics and a shitty movie, or a decent movie and I mean, an awesome movie and decent graphics? Dude, the movie's awesome. Who cares what the graphics look like? Seriously. But it's, there's got to be, you know, no, you know what? How many movies in the and like you brought it up in the '90s, where the graphics were what the graphics were for the time? But we fucking almost all of them. <laughs> yeah, the only one in the the only one that was in the '90s that was awesome movie and awesome graphics. Jurassic Park. And that's one of the best movies ever made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's good. That movie's so good. Industrial Light and Magic. L I G. I think that's what it is. That's the people who George Lucas, that's the company he started to do Star Wars and shit like that. They formed working to make Jurassic Park look the way it did. <laughs> Like, that's how fucking good that they wanted to make that. They formed one of the legendary Voltron fucking graphic studios to make that movie. And now we come to today and Thor Love and Thunder has got a floating head because yeah. that's yeah, all we can do, lady. Put, put some butter on it. Yeah, fuck, fuck the fact that in 1996 we made a real T-Rex. Yeah. Standing a fucking thing. <laughs> no, we... Fuck... Fuck the fact that in 1980 or 1970-something, they made a realistic-looking shark that scared the shit out of everybody that wouldn't work and made the movie better because of it. We get a floating head today. Yeah. Because, you know, they're being overworked. And, you know, you would think that most of the shit that they do in Marvel is the same shit because you can mistake T2 as well. Terminator 2, the graphics on that. You know, that was a... Yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah. But I mean, they, you, James Cameron, James Cameron doesn't do anything unless he can unless he can figure out a way to physically do what he wants and then he'll do the movie. That's why Avatar took 80 fucking years to come up with a sequel. Oh. But I mean, look at the dedication. We have Miss Alonzo who's 
pushing all this shit through. Everybody's knocking at all the fucking CGI for the past couple of movies. The past couple of movies, what? One out of the last four movies has been success from the Marvel side, excluding the Sony Spider-Man shit. Yeah. And they're just banging them out, banging them out. They even made a joke about, oh, can I graphically go back? Nope, we're moving on to Wakanda. Fuck out of here. You got to now switch off screen so we, we don't have to spend the money. <laughs> and she right? We get James Cameron bought a fucking submarine and lived underwater and filmed underwater so that he could tell his graphic teams how shit moves underwater. So when we get Avatar 2, it looks like it's under fucking water. <laughs> but we get a floating head. Yeah, the, I feel like that was that the old uh, Street Fighter 2? They get packed yeah. up. But we're gonna go, go home. Yeah, yo, that's what I feel like. This is the speech. This is the speech for them. We get packed up and we're gonna all go home. But yo, like like I said, you can mistake the quantum realm for Asgard. You know what I'm saying? With the lights that they had and all the other shit. Take away a few fucking um change the sky color. Yeah, you know, take away a few stars in the sky and all the other shit, and then just turn around and be like, boom, there you go. Now this is fucking the quantum room. You know, you know what I'm saying? So like in actuality, you had some of the graphics already made. You know? So what are we doing here? What what, what game are we playing here? Are we are we falling for a trickless trickless magician? Dude, but look how what Wakanda was when did Wakanda come out? Wakanda Forever? Yeah. I think November. So that was November. We had, what, February was Ant-Man, right? Yeah, November 11th, Wakanda Forever. February February was Ant-Man. April's going to be, no, May's Guardian Galaxy in May, I believe. Then the original was June or July for the Marvels, and that got pushed back. So from November... November, December, January, February. Four months, two movies. Right? March, April, May. Another three months. Now we got three movies. Like, there was no time. If you only have one graphic department with visual artists that are supposed to come in and do all this shit, I got four movies coming out in a span of, what, eight months? Yeah. So how much can I really fucking, how much can I really do if I got to bang out four fucking movies? And one of them, as we mentioned with uh, Ant-Man Quantumania, is in a completely fucking CGI world. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of which, for forget, you know the uh, the Mandalorian, the female officer that honey-potted the fucking um, scientist? Yes. She was the leader of the resistance in Quantum Mania. That was her. No wonder she looked familiar. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was like, yo, who is this woman? But the I don't, thing I don't that- know what her actual name is, and I apologize if this is offensive to her. I do apologize, but that's she's now my in case something happens to Michelle Rodriguez, break this glass and insert this actress. <laughs>
Oh, I'm about to look him up right now. Uh, KDO, uh, KDM O'Brien. Did a hell Who's of a in job. Z Nation? She's in the rookie. She was one of the rookies. Yes. Yeah, she was the one who lasted like one day. Yeah. She, she also, came out like she was Nolan's fucking rookie for like one day. Came out of the military. Yeah. yeah. Fucked around and found out the same for her. She was in Agents of Shield, Westworld, Black Lightning, The Divisible, Fantasy, Z Nation, The Walking Dead, How to Get Away with Murder. This girl is the one episode bandit. The one episode bandit here. And she was in one episode of The Mandalorian and one episode of uh, whatever the fuck other show she was in. She was in a couple of episodes of Mandalorian. I think two episodes at least at the last season. Shit. She was in five episodes. Okay. But still. She was she was in each episode as one character. <laughs> <laughs> but damn. She fucking... That was surprising. I could definitely see her as the next Michelle. Well, I could see her doing those those roles. But, so, but yeah, good. Other news, uh, uh, Darren, I just had his name, Darren Lindelof. He was, uh, he's a writer who's done some some cool movies. He was he was doing a Star Wars movie, a secret Star Wars project, and now him and the other writer both fucking left. And why they left? But the only thing I could, I. There wasn't too much information on the uh, on the shit that I read because I don't think they had. I think they were just reporting that he left, but didn't have like the full scoop. So the only thing I could think of is maybe creative differences, because you know, I'm of two minds. Because on one side, it's like, you know, the studios like fuck anybody who ever tries to make something original. Then on the other side, it's like, oh, the one time they did that. They let Ryan Johnson come in there and make a dumbass fucking movie. <laughs> Shit. I mean, they'll just let anybody make a fucking dumbass movie nowadays. I'm sorry. I, I'm not going to let it go. We spent 40 fucking minutes of the movie looking for a guy you didn't even need and just grabbed a random person to do shit. You said only one person on this fucking universe can do it. Yeah. No, it, it it's true. There was no need for none of that shit. And then that chase, you know, I don't know, man. It, this it, is this is it. They're just out of range of the targets, sir. But they'll have to run out of gas eventually. We're in space. Yeah. <laughs> What is gravity gonna stop us? We're in motion. Like that's the one thing I never understood. They're in motion with zero force opposing them. Run out of gas. They're gonna stay the same speed. They don't just stop in space. Like I, I don't know. Maybe in a galaxy far, far away, there's gravity in their space. But you throw a fucking ball halfway to the moon, it's gonna keep going. Well, 
funny you mentioned that because a lot of the people were like, yo, how the fuck you drop bombs on them? Right? They could have just and just stood there. That's true. That's true. Now, one can make the argument that they weren't dropped, that they were pushed through the railing system. No, yeah, yeah. But like you like you like to say, don't have me have don't make me go look for the answer in 15 other places. Yeah. Tell me decisively what the fuck's going on. That that is true. That <laughs> is true. Because you can even sit there and go, well, the, the, the starships have outside gravity for their whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? And that's why they have whatever, but it, it's like that's another thing. You're shooting a fucking laser. What, the laser burnout? Like, you know, honestly, does the laser burn out? Is, is that why there's no... Because if you shoot a rocket, there is no gravity. If it burns out, it's still going that way <laughs> until yeah. it hits something. <laughs> If they were orbiting like a planet, you know, just like around the planet, all right, yo, they got us. You know, with the gravity of the planet is going to force us to, to crash on the planet or some shit. We can't run out of gas. Okay, cool. We're in outer space in a galaxy far, far away. You know why they call it space? Because there's an abundance of it. That's all there is, is space. <laughs> how? how? What? And then you could it's like, oh, if we if we uh do the the light chip but the, the, the light uh light speed? Yeah, if we light speed they could track us. Okay, so we're out of the range of the guns. How do you change the fucking light speed tracker? Like change the IP address of the light speed. Or light speed to your base, just fucking let them know, yo, dude, we're, we're bringing company, start fucking shooting. Now, shoot it into space now, and it'll get to us when we light speed to you. Yo, how cool would that have been? Had they been like, yo, start firing now, we're going to make them chase us. But when they jump, they jump here without yeah. them realizing it. So when they come in, they come in just under the fire and... The fucking yep. uh, first order goes right into it. Yep, that would have been some fucking sick genius shit. Hell yeah! And then they land, you know, and fill up with fucking gas, and then light speed out yeah. or change planes so that way they don't they they can't light speed this one. Yo, every everybody knows if you're in a fucking high speed or in this case the lowest speed chase ever. Yeah, you gotta change cars because they could track your license plate. Switch a new yeah. car, new license plate, ain't nobody find you. Oh, oh, here's the thing. If I'm chasing you, if I'm driving, and we're, dri we're driving, and I know, like, yo, this guy got no gas. Let me maintain the distance I'm at. Because, God forbid, I get closer. Well, that's a, that's a weird thing. I, I think they made a mention of why they couldn't get closer. Were they already at top speed or some shit? No, I think it's because they were just like... Were we in the range of their shit or something? It's either they were just out of range or something to do with the shields. I think they were like, yo, they just have their shields up anyway. So we just keep our distance and wait for them to peter out. And then... Then, then we attack. Then they can't do nothing. 
send a little doosh and their shields. They're out of gas. They can't operate shields without gas. <laughs> I don't you know, listen, if they're gonna stop dead in space because they got no gas in a, in an environment that has no gravity and no opposing force, then um their what gas... about solar winds. <laughs> yeah, okay. You you show me a fucking sun out there. Well, Tatooine has two suns. Yeah, but they weren't in Tatooine. They were in fucking that tattoo will remove Halloween. <laughs> Shit. That, that that it was cool to see Princess Leia do the fucking force bubble and and get back on the on the ship. It was kind because of, I didn't know. It was canon that she had the force. It was just, it wasn't explained to us until they showed us. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to become a fucking doctor in in Star Warian. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, but I, I don't know. Maybe it's me. But the whole I'm Mary Poppins, y'all, was a yeah. little funny. Yeah. Two. I honestly think, and I know they didn't want to do it. Because she died in real life. But I honestly think it would have made more sense for one or two scenarios. One, if you want Ben to turn back to the light side like he did at the end of the the last movie, right? Yeah. Then the scenario is he's flying behind the other TIE fighters. They shoot the fucking window out and blow his bomb out to space. Princess Leia out to space. He feels her. He feels the connection with her and the Force disappear, and we already know he's vengeful. He fucks up those Tie Fighters, and that's the yeah. spark that that goes. Oh, he might still have some of his light side there. And then when Han Solo comes to talk to him, Han Solo could bring him back because he'll regret losing his mom. Yeah, or you have her talk to. Him. Well, I mean, you couldn't have done that, but... Well, I mean, they did... No, they had her in the cover, so yeah. it could have been anybody. Like, okay. Or... You stop with the fucking... Hey, I know these people did horrible, horrible things, but we could fucking redeem them. Yeah, he and killed all good again, despite the fact that he literally killed children. But all right. How about we just... He blows up the ship... And sends his mom out to space. And that's the day he severed all light from him. And he becomes the the bad guy that Vader couldn't fucking be in the end. Because Vader chose Luke. Yeah, but I mean. This, but Kylo Ren doesn't. He doesn't give a shit. He's full fucking dark side now. Yeah, and, and, and not for nothing, I think Ray versus Kylo Ren. At the end of the movie, set up for Ray versus Cyborg Moff Gideon. I know it's not Moff Gideon, no. but uh, the um, uh, Mouth City, yeah, fucking or Palpatine or whatever. You Council want to call of Palpatine. Her versus him is it's like, nah. If you would have shown that Ray surpassed Vader, yo, or just like his dark is so dark that he didn't surpass Vader, but he's still scary as shit. Dude, I've been pitching this. And I'm going to say it again. 
how how cool would it have been? We don't know Palpatine's alive, right? Yep. Because he's not. Like, yep. he's not alive. But Kylo goes full fucking force. He gets messages. Like, you know how uh, uh, Obi-Wan and fucking Qui-Gon and uh, Yoda can talk through the force? Yeah. Sidious is talking to Kylo through the force. Go to Exegol. Raise an army. Finish what I started. He's there at the end. She shows up at the end. He turns around and is like, look, this was a fucking uh, a coliseum where we all, where the dark side gathered to chant and all that shit. And then you start seeing those guys in the robes, right? As as a like a force visual. Because you know how they were connected. They projected into each other's heads. Yeah. Well, he's projecting this into her head. And then you see standing beside him, Plagueis, Sidious, Vader, Raven, all the fucking dark side users. And she fucking goes back. Dooku. She's, yeah, Dooku, uh, Grievous, all the motherfuckers. Standing behind her, you see Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, Mace Windu, Anakin. You see fucking Yoda, Yaddle. You see uh, fucking Cal Kestis. Not, well, he's still alive at this point, but um, Ahsoka the other Tana. guy. Huh? Ahsoka Tana. No, but she, she was there, but I think. Who knows if she was alive? But yeah. the other Quite guy that, that Freddie Prince Jr. played. Oh, uh, and, uh, shit! The uh, the rebels. Yeah, Kanan Jarrus. There you yes, go. Kanan. There you go. See, you see them, and right before their battle starts, like they're like, "All right, they getting ready." They start to move towards each other, and the fucking force ghosts start to move f- to each other, and for a minute. You just see like a clash of fucking force ghosts. That would and you be get dope. to see Anakin stand in front of Vader and Yaddle versus Dooku and sit there. And then that is the catalyst for them fucking battling. And you know, 100% without literally being told, all the dark side versus all the light side, this is the fucking fight to end this shit. Word. That would have been fucking Word. mind-blowing. And yeah, the crazy shit is they set that up when uh, Kylo Ren killed. Um, what's that? What what's his master's name? Oh, uh, Sidious. No, no. Sidious is is Palpatine. Oh, fuck. Damn, it's been it's been a long I time. You, I thought you fucking said it. Uh, hold on a second. Snoke. Snoke. Like, when he killed Snoke, what does that tell you? He is now the, the, the fucking, the master. Yeah, he's he's the HIBC or whatever the fuck that actor. No, but, you know what I'm saying? The head nigga in charge, but the, um, because, what is it? Sith. He's a Sith. He got to be a Sith Lord now, and then he can take upon an apprentice. Yeah, Lord Ren. Because that's the way it goes. You kill your master, and you become the master. So he killed his master. 
They can become the master. Yeah. He, and the crazy shit is he killed all of his masters. His father, his mother, and Snoke. He had no time. He didn't give a shit about fucking General Grievous. I mean, um, Palpatine. Yeah. He didn't really give a shit about Palpatine. He wanted to master Vader. He wanted, oh, he wanted to become and surpass. Yeah, like you said. Yeah. So that would have been awesome if he would have killed Palpatine. Imagine that. Palpatine. Yeah. At the he very comes least. up and Palpatine is fucking lasering uh, 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 Ren, Ray, and all other shit. And you just see Palpatine's head fucking squashed. And Ray's just sitting there going, I mean, Kylo Ren's just sitting there going, Are you done playing? Jordan me. You know, like with his fucking yeah. mask and shit. And she's like, Never, I'll never join you. And then you can do the whole her team or like his like he 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 kills Palpatine and becomes the master of the shit. And like he's so strong, like you said, all the Sith Lords come out. The fucking yeah. the the one that created the rule of two is out there and he's like, all right, yeah, nah, this is the real one. This is the one right here. He gets more powerful. But and that means Luke gotta come out and like, wait. Nah, this is an unfair fight. We got to balance the force. Luke is the one that's trying to balance. Anakin comes out to balance. Um, uh, uh, Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan. No, Samuel Jackson's character comes Mace out. Window. Mace Window, because they all thought all three of them were the ones. They come out to try to balance the force, and it's like, none of you can balance this. And then all of them come out. Mace, then then yeah. uh, Qui-Gon and all of them, Yoda. That would have been amazing because that would have kind of been that whole battle where, yo, we got we, we got to hold on. We're going to die. And then the rest of the fucking galaxy comes in to save them. Dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you you know what, I, what else I would have done? I would have turned around and had Luke. So the second movie, a lot of people would have died for me. Yeah. Leia would have died. Yeah. Luke would have died. Han's already dead. And I would have done that because Luke would have been training Ray and turn around and going, giving context to how everybody's like, how the fuck is she already good with the blah, 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 blah. So he finds her. He's training her. She's better than, you know, than he thinks. He's teaching her everything he needs. She needs. What do you call it? Luke shows up at the end to save everybody. That's when we find out that Leia has been training her and Finn. Mm. So she's been getting training. Yeah. Like she the force innately just helps out because the force helps out the user. Yeah. So the force has been helping and she doesn't understand it. Leia sent her on the path. Luke fucking polished her off, so now she's fucking good to go, because she's had two different perspectives on it, two different trainers, and now she has a better grasp on it. When we get to the third one, we can have Finn, like like our fucking General Grievous. He might not be a Force user, but he could use that fucking lightsaber. Yeah. And yeah, and the 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 crazy shit is it's like. You can also have Kylo Ren do this battle and then 
towards the end of it, he transferred his consciousness into someone. He learned the secret of infinite life. And then you can have another force user be Kylo Ren, but now it's a different guy. Or just straight out be like, the whole rule of two shit is done with, and he has an army of fucking Sith people on, on a fucking planet. The Knights of Ren. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you want this shit to keep going. It's like, yeah, it's a trilogy and everything, but we're going to get another Star Wars movie. You just said it. And why not have new characters? Why not have characters that surpass other ones? Like, I get it. Darth Vader in lore is supposed to be a badass mother who don't take no shit from nobody. But we don't see that in the movie until we see Rogue One. Yeah. It's funny. In lore, in the movies, like you said, Vader's the badass, right? Yeah. But how many times have you read that Dark Ravan... Yeah. It's probably the baddest motherfucker ever. Like, yep. Like, like there's, I, other, there's other people. Tyson was the baddest. But Muhammad Ali was before him. Yeah. And then Four you had... Before him. Lennox Lewis was after him. Like, and you had, you had boxes that people don't even know about that. A 302 or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at all these Muay Thai fighters that are fighting in one championship. Like... 476 and three. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to see the bad motherfuckers. Like, I want to see those dudes. Like, I want to see the Mandalorian fucking, uh, not Jedi, but Force user. Like, imagine that. Imagine it's. The, the dude this who got the fucking first dark saber. Yeah, this isn't <laughs> the Republic, the, the First Order versus the Resistance. This is the dark side versus the light side. Yeah. That's what we want to see. The, we want to see the, We want to see Agent Smith versus Neo. Let's do this. Let's have these motherfuckers fight for themselves. All these humans are defending the galaxy. Jedi's, you are the ones that are supposed to save us. All of the heroes fought Thanos in in Endgame. There wasn't civilians out there with rocket launchers and, and fucking and rock dispensers and Pez and all the other shit fighting as best they could. No, no, no. All the heroes came and said, we got to end this. Let's go. Let's go, Jedi. Let's do this. Let's go. And then question the Jedi. Let's have a movie where the dark side looks like the real choice. Yeah. Because even though Palpatine used it to manipulate Vader and to keep Vader be underneath him, let's have someone that believes in the power of the dark side so much that that looks like it's the right choice. That looks like it's the one that the light side, the Jedi, is manipulating. Like, like it's... Wait a minute. I thought you said you guys were the good guys. Why does this seem like this is the right thing to do? And y'all motherfuckers look so bad. As much as I would love that, Andor, I think, is the is probably the closest we're going to get to that. Because Andor, everybody looked bad in that. Yeah. The, the, the Rebellion and the fucking the Empire looked bad. Yeah. But I think we're not going to get anything other than Andor because... This, when it comes down to it, this is for kids. No, I, I hear you. 
But, you know, not for nothing, you can always, if you do it right, you can teach the lesson like, yeah, it's very easy to be bad. And the dark side makes it look easy to be bad. And it makes it look right to have to live life on easy mode. But it's real hard to do the right thing. Yeah. No matter how, you know, no matter what situation is, the right thing is the right thing. And it's hard to do it. Teach them that. Remember, it's for kids, but you know what else is for kids? Tricks. All those blue, like the blues, clues, and all that other stuff. You know what they're teaching these young kids now? Sign language, Spanish, French. That's for kids. They teach shit to kids. We can do that also in the movies. <laughs> Yo, wow, fucking shit up. <laughs> you, you have your thing behind you, and I have mine sitting over here. Bob Ross? No, no. Oh. Point where Bob Ross is. And I point up. Keep right, no, down underneath your last dragon. Oh, here you go. Yeah, from the X Men cartoon. Yep, yep. And what we say they did, they trusted us to yeah. grasp the concepts they wanted to tell. Yeah. It's time to start doing that shit again. Seriously, it it is time to start. You you know what it is? <clears throat> We're living in an era where no one knows nothing. We're living in an era where everyone has writer's block. Where everyone is making the choice, fuck it, let's just remake part one, two, and three. Let's just remake that and put a woman in it. And that's different enough. No, sir, it is not. It was good. Like, don't get me wrong. That trilogy was good. I liked it. You know, it, it, it's not one of the best things I've ever seen, but I don't have an issue with the shit they did. They kept the core shit. Like, I get people didn't like Luke throwing the saber and all that other shit, but I feel him. Because even Yoda was going crazy in solitude when Luke found him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My problem is not that he threw it. My problem is that it was done for a joke. Hmm. Like, that moment should have been, we waited how long for that moment? Because it happened at the end of the first one, at the end of Force Awakens. She's standing there and hands out the thing. And we built up so much anticipation for Luke Skywalker to grab that saber, not question it, not get a Force feeling, even though Ray did, not hear something. Not anything, just to grab and toss for a chuckle and move on like not like motherfucker. If I had a kid, right? And let's say I was overseas back in the Navy, and I turn around I was like, yo, I got a kid now. And I flew you out. First time you're ever gonna see the kid. <clears throat> I pick you up at the airport, we drive to the house. I come in and I just go, yeah, there's a little piece of shit. And I walk out to the fucking backyard to do some shit and leave you standing there. I would be like, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what ha that's essentially what it felt like. Yeah. For me watching that. No, I get it. And and trust me, it could have been it could have been a lot better. If he would have been on some like if he would have 
look like it would have popped up and he was like, the hell are you doing with this? And he picks it up and just launches it, like force launches it. And and it's one of those things like you have no idea what the fuck you've done or, or like he forsaken the, the light side or the, the force altogether. You know what I'm saying? I get that. Because the one thing that I would say, that whole I trained Kylo Ren or Ben Solo and I had a vision that he was going to kill everybody. And then I tried to kill him and I couldn't do it and he killed everybody. Is weak. I, I, that aspect of the story for me was weak. You didn't need to do that. Just don't show me shit. Just bang. I let my I let my nephew become a fucking uh, a whore. And then there you go. And then that's. Yo. Dude, this is the thing that I don't fucking get. See, this is the problem when I I said it before. When you have three people make three movies and then at the end turn around and go, oh, yeah, all these are the same. It doesn't work. Yeah. When you have somebody who's in charge of, let people make the movie they want, but somebody who's in charge of the through line. Yeah, the continuity. To make sure that it connects. If you were going to end up with Palpatine anyway, Palpatine's manipulating this whole thing. Have him project an image, a false image, in Luke's head. So from Luke's perspective, he wasn't attacking Kylo. He thought something else was there. Kylo reacts to him. Kylo's like, oh, shit, he's trying to kill me. Luke comes up and is like, no, 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 that's not what I was trying to do. Well, I don't believe you. Like, how do how does Luke convey somebody who I killed and I defeated is now in my head messing yeah. with me? Yeah. Then you have an even bigger reason for him to be in isolation. Because not only did he fail a student, but now he's got to hide from Palpatine. He's not strong enough. Yeah, he thought this whole time he was strong enough. Yeah, and then that could be the whole reluctance to train Ray. You're not strong enough. Yeah. I'm fucking enraged now because... (laughs) <laughs> Years later, we're still coming up with different shit. Yeah, we're just two idiots <laughs> sitting in a fuck, sitting in different rooms with a wall in between us, and in fucking blink of an eye, we're coming up with scenarios that would have been ten times better than people who spent. How long did they take to write this fucking movie? Their whole lives, lifelong fucking Star Wars fans, and we're coming up with shit. Just based off of what we're telling each other. And, you know, you would think to steal a, a phrase from Armageddon that you would have people in a room just thinking shit up and people in the room thinking shit up in case that shit didn't work. <laughs> what What's going on here? I got a lightsaber right there. Let's make it work. Let's make it work. Fuck, man. Yo, we have not seen any of the raw strength that everyone boasts about. We've seen the abilities of their lightsabers and their fighting. We never seen the raw strength. Oh, you yeah. can pick a you can pick a Quinjet out of the ocean. That's fun. That, yo, listen, no. that's strong. But I want to see somebody crack a fucking moon with this shit. So, yeah, okay. 
that level would be crazy. And I don't think anybody has had that level since before the High Order and the Old Republic shit. But we did see Luke kill all those fucking death uh, troopers. That was fucking. That was no, a that show was power. that was yeah that was dope. It was a show, but I want to see some crazy shit. <laughs> you want to see like Thanos grab the moon and fucking no, no. the first scene of the first fucking movie in this trilogy was Kylo Ren force stopping a laser beam shot at him. That was oh okay. Now we're gonna get to see a different side of the nope. It's the same old force. And, and another thing, yeah, and another thing, another thing. I don't give a shit who you think you are. Ain't no captain of that ship talking to me like the way they talk to Kylo Ren or Vader. <laughs> General Palpatine needs to see you. He said, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry what? Yo, dude, that's what Vader was doing at first. Your lack of faith is disturbing. And he just fucking <laughs> yeah, but then that that one commander was like shitting on Vader. It's like no, Hux. buddy. Yeah, it's like no, but yo, listen. How many of those pins you got for this for these people's shirts? Oh, we got plenty. Uh, get a new one and put it on this nigga. <laughs> you know, you know, like Palpatine got to be like Vader. Stop killing our generals. Well, tell them to stop fucking talking to me. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck they think they are, but I'm Darth Vader. I can move shit with my mind. My plane runs out of gas in space. It's still moving. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's still fucking moving. <laughs> so let's cut this shit out. <laughs> All right, you lucky I let you speak to me the way you fucking speak to me with this shit. Motherfucker. I know people are so mad they ain't doing nothing. Like, wait, wait a minute. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to fear. Fear leads to the dark side. You're there. Yo. You should have all this shit with you. <laughs> you shouldn't be a calm nigga in the in the dark side. I mean, Kylo Ren was. Oh, you know, when he got mad, he he'd go to that computer council and tonight is <laughs> yeah. the night that I fall for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> like you want to erase IP address? Let's fucking erase it now. Where's your NordVPN system? <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. Now, it's funny, because I know it seems like we're passionate and we don't like fucking Star Wars. I'm a fucking big Star Wars fan. <laughs> yeah, I am too. It's just, I'm also a fan of telling the story. Like, what, what is the plan here? What is the plan? Like, I don't even... I know we're going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy in the near future when the movie comes out. But I honestly am at the point where it's like, I enjoyed Shazam 2 because I walked in there going, I just want to see a movie. Let's see what happens when they did. I want to see what they did with this. Yes, it has its flaws. And if we were to dissect it, we can get to that level. But I would just, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm just going to be on some fuck it. You're going to see Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and everyone's like, oh, they should do that. And I'm like, yo, the... The green they use on this Gamora is three shades nicer. Like you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't know. I don't know. Three shades nicer. That's <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to. I don't know what to do anymore with this shit. It's like, I I don't want to go to a movie and rewrite the goddamn movie because you couldn't do it right. 
for that, we're going to have to start sending clips, like a clip of this. Let's send this shit to George Lucas and Dukas and whoever the fuck else is writing these shits. Let's send it to Disney and just be like, here, ignore anything you want. But this is the way. <laughs> this is the way. And we're just going to keep, I'm going to add them. Make the yeah. video add them everywhere. You know what? If they want to become the realness, they got to come and bathe in, bathe in the water of Orchard Beach. Word. <laughs> Without getting chlamydia. <laughs> Shit. Motherfuckers. That, yo, that, that's why I don't understand, like, oh, the whole CGI shit is, is stopping the movies from coming out. The CGI ain't the problem. She-Hulk. Weeks after that shit finished, we still have issues with it. 1% of our issues is that the fucking graphics. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to watch fucking 64-bit Nintendo graphics. <laughs> I, I but, wouldn't mind that actually, but but like, come on here! Don't sit here and be like, "Wow, the movie's gonna take six months longer because of the graphics scene." Okay, um, how's the movie itself? Sucks. So rewrite that. Take the six months and redo those those the shit, the shit. They didn't finish the graphics, so you can do it again. Go back in front of the screen of green and do it again. <laughs> the graphics will be there. Yeah. I, I don't think the graphics need to change. I don't think the graphics... Need, like, if you're standing in, in Asgard, they're not going to change Asgard because you said thus instead of for thou. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, this isn't voice command. Like, oh, Time out. Gotta get the thus back around. They said thus. Yeah, Son like... Everybody you know, knows the windows are on the left when it's thus. The yeah. right one's thou. <laughs> hey, let's let's get let's get some real shit going. Yo, I want to point out this. No, I don't know how everybody feels about the uh, solo a Star Wars movie. I saw it. I didn't think it was bad. Was it necessary? No, no. but it wasn't no. as bad as everybody said. But there's a moment where they're in the Millennium Falcon cockpit. And they hit that hyperspace for the first time in the movie. And you see everybody's face like, oh, light up and shit. You know what happened? Howard, uh, Ron Howard, who directed that film. <laughs> Howard the Duck. Yeah. Ron Howard put screens on the outside of the fucking windows. So when all the actors thought that they were just going to look at the green screen... He actually turned it on and threw him into hyperspace using the screens live so that he'd get their reaction when it fucking came up. Hans Gruber, um, oh, what the fuck is his name? He, he passed away and I can't fucking remember his actual name. I'll look it up for you. Shit, I... I know Hans Gruber, man. He's Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman, yeah. There you go. One of the best actors ever. For the last scene in um, Die Hard, they were like, "All right, we're gonna drop you on three, one," and they dropped him. So him doing it ah, as he fell, that was real. Now we come to movies nowadays, and it's like, "All right, act." 
and six months later you'll find out what you fucking reacted to. Yeah. It's like put a little bit more. If you're gonna make the fucking visual arts team fucking grind themselves to the bone. Let's make use of it then. Like right. if you're gonna be shitty to them, do do some extra shit so the actors have something to do on screen. You know, get a little more genuine reaction to shit. So that way, when they when the artists actually put the thing in the movie, it's a whole fucking mesh of a real reaction to a hard work, fucking finished product that somebody did. I, I... Shit. Cause we gotta believe this shit too. You know, cause in all actuality, Ant Man in the Quantum Realm. Technically, no one's been in the Quantum Realm except for Janice, because <laughs> they all went to the surface, and they're sitting there going, "So this is what Jersey looks like." Like, no one is sitting there going, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's like, instantly, I went into a, a mini world. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, caterpillars are walking around. <laughs> There's broccoli walking around. I completely accept this. Well, no, nah, to be fair, Hank was like, that motherfucker looks like broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, but it's still, he looks like broccoli. That's kind of like someone, he looks like Tyson. <laughs> you know? But I mean, what the fuck you want him to do? Walk over and 15 minutes we're talking to this dude? <laughs> no, just... Uh, I don't know. Let me handle this. You chop the motherfucker's arm off. Oh, shit, this is real. Pew, 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 pew. You know what I'm saying? Like, hello, if we're in the streets and you say, let me handle this, and you chop someone's arm off, this isn't a friendly conversation. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a friendly conversation to me. You know, yeah, that's how we communicate. I hear you, but I'm going to communicate by shooting motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm shooting the rest of them. Fuck it. You know? Something. And it, it, these people made up camp and uh, Shirley found them really easy. And no one seemed afraid of uh, Shirley. Oh, you tell Modoc. Yeah. Again, I, for people playing the home game, Modoc. Yeah. You know why I call them Shirley? I completely what? forgot fucking Modoc. Oh. I, comp- I was trying to think and I said, fuck it, you'll figure it out. Cap knows what I'm talking about when I say shit. <laughs> you know, it's just those little things. I didn't I didn't notice the dark sky in the quantum realm. The, all of a sudden that scene had a night side, like night it was nightfall. Every other part of the quantum realm had galaxies in the in the sky. That one was just nightfall with little stars. We went to the beach for that one. <laughs> but no one was afraid of Modoc. Modoc's just flying around. He's the multi the, the multi-man killing machine for made for killing. And and he didn't kill nobody. He killed himself. It's very sad. But hey, listen, man, we could we could sit here and shit on this movie all day, but we got that and now. To, to wrap up the first segment, why did she why did she leave? Probably because how easy it was for us to be like, hey, probably not that good at the job they told you to do. 
it, it had to be one of those things like, yo, I'm not going to sit here and take all this criticism. Dude, I told you when I, was it a, a few days ago? Well, I was like, yo, if I was Kevin Feige after the Infinity Saga, I'd have been like, peace, I'm out. Y'all motherfuckers did with this shit. I created the greatest fucking movie yeah. saga ever. I'm gone. Take my money, move on to something else. Yeah. But now, we have four different fucking plots. We have the Eternals. We have Hercules coming down, killing everybody. We got the... Uh, the fucking the thing, fang foom, and we got Kang, and not to it, mention whatever street level shit's happening with Cap, yeah, and the leader and the relocation uh, syndicate. So it's like so I'm sitting here now. Like, All right, how do you get you know what? How do you tell the story past Thanos? Throw everything at it. What? We're gonna fight Galactus, the Celestials, the Eternals, the one man that that's above all, Dracula. We're gonna fucking uh, bring in Silver Surfer, the Blue Surfer, Doctor Doom, Doctor Detroit, <laughs> <laughs> and the Fantastic Four, Doctor Pepper. Yeah, like fucking wait, Pepper Pig. Oh. What? What? Oh, and by the way, we're gonna kill uh, Professor X. How you gonna do that? Mind control. He's gonna get his next snap. From the inside. <laughs> yeah. They're going to kill him in his dreams. The one man that is strong enough to not have that happen. Who's going to kill him? The juggernaut? No. Well, I Wanda. Mean, Wanda. Wanda can, Wanda's probably the one person who could. Yeah, I hate you, fair. but still. But still. Like, Jesus. Shh, fuck. You're hey. going to tell me these people defeated Thanos? Vin. Black Bolt, all he's got to do is use the one weapon he has that I'm telling you right now, you might want to stop it because if he says something, you're not going to feel so good. What mouth? <laughs> like, holy, wait a minute. Dude, that's the one thing that... This nigga never panicked before? That's the one thing that's... What, what did she say in the Matrix that's going to boggle my noodle or... The shit she told him about the vase. They go, did you knock it down because I told you you were going to do it? Yeah. Or were you going to do it anyway? And I just bake your noodle. There you go. That's what's been baking my noodle. Why the fuck did you continue to speak? You, he's practiced never saying a fucking word for the majority of his whole life. He doesn't have a mouth now. He needs to get that shit out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a fart. Like, if he holds it in, he's going to have diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you don't have this shit until I close your asshole. Like, what? <laughs> what? But, yo, I, I swear to God, it would have been dope if they would have, if uh, Mr. Fantastic would have been like, Wanda, you need to stop. And then he just shot a beam at her. Like, fuck this. I know what's going on here. And then she closed his mouth. Yeah. If he did the key and peel skit, he was just like, bitch. And fucking yeah. threw her across the room. You know what I'm saying? Like one of those. And it was one of those, those things where, because in all honesty, I, I, at this point, you got to be like, I'm the I'm the smartest man in, the, in this galaxy, Wanda. And if he speaks to you, you're going to disintegrate. 
And if she gets to use her cosmic energy on you, you're going to disintegrate. And if and if Agent Carter behind you throws the shield at you, she's going to cut you in half. And then I got somebody that's going in your mind. <laughs> and if you break his neck in the mind, it kills him in real life. So you don't want none of this. Yeah. Plus, you'll never plus you won't even believe I'm made of fucking ravioli strings, man. You just yeah. pull me apart like fucking polio string cheese. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> now turn around and go home. <laughs> like, like what? That felt like that was the that was the, the, the Saturday Night Live version of that fucking of that part of the movie. I travel the quantum realm. I mean, I travel the multiverse. So what'd you find out? Not much. Okay. You didn't take the tour, did you? (laughs) (laughs) This girl has been jumping in and out of shit every time she sneezes. And she knows you got to get pizza. You got to get this. You got to get that. Like, what? What? You don't want to get stuck in the paint realm, world traveler. You, did you know there was a paint worm, a realm? Did you? Sure. Dude, they could have put, take the fucking paint out, show us old footage of the X-Men in the fucking Fox universe. Or the old Fantastic right. Four from the 80s. Yeah. Or show us the fucking, you want to put paint? There was, there was an animated universe. Show the fucking animated X-Men or one of the animated Avengers or the animated Spider-Man or the other f- Yo, something. Not for nothing. They spoke about Spider-Man. I'd have went through the animated Spider-Verse. Yo, I would have taken it that you saw Spider-Man swinging from a web shooting out of his ass <laughs> other than the fucking paint. <laughs> <laughs> Man, spider. Yeah, just spider butt. Spider butt. <laughs> As an actual spider butt. <laughs> <laughs> does he sling a web out there? Yes, he does. He's spider butt. Watch out. <laughs> Here comes the spider butt. <laughs> yeah, man. I, <sighs> Listen. I want to hear people go, well, you know, it's easier after the fact. Yeah, you know who else can do this after the fact, before the movie gets made? The people who wrote the fucking movie. Yo, here's the thing. People, to your point, oh, it's easier after the fact. Well, had I read the script, I probably would have said the same shit and be like, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. How about this idea? Yeah. Or how about this? Every time we pitch, we do one of our pitches where we pitch a movie and shit out of thin air. Or we come up with it. That's before the fact. Yeah. Or, hold on, let me say it the way the kids say it. That's before the fact, Jack. Word. Like, <laughs> I'm old. Fuck off. <laughs> it's a word. Go fuck it. <laughs> like, I mean, come on. Somebody somewhere along the line has got to be like, hold on. What if? And I'm know? just spitballing here. Yeah. What if we, what if we do this and it was good? Yeah, right? Like like right what we have right now is okay. What if oh, we turn yeah. it up to good? God forbid great. Yeah. We'll go with good. I just want to hear four words. <laughs> I got a question. <laughs> Why is the wizard the only one not fighting the witch? What up, Ray? 
You know? And that's another... Oh, he got he got hold of the dark hold. So we had to kill him. What? Does he not know that he read it when he was training? This isn't new for Doctor Strange to, to read the dark hold. He read it in the first movie. It didn't corrupt him then. And now all of a sudden, yeah, money and yeah, whoop, green eye, right in the middle of his head, the eye of Mataja Hall. <laughs> the, <laughs> the eye of the Taj Mahal. Yeah, you know it's Hebrew. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I can buy that. That's fine. Well, guys, I might turn dark, so kill me now. So you're saying there's a chance. I'm the smartest man in the world, and I can't figure out how to undo magic with your magic book. Yo, not for nothing. Strange came up with a way to kill Thanos. Yes. They came up with a way to kill Strange. Yes. They couldn't come up with a way to stop the one person Thanos didn't give a shit about. <laughs> I remember she went to go fight him and he was just like, Who are you again? Yeah. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to take a number. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I think I think you're behind the lady on the Pegasus up there. <laughs> After her, I get to you. <laughs> Word. Um Austin, when did you send me a YouTube on Instagram? I don't think I I don't think either I got it. I didn't watch it, but I don't I don't remember getting it. But yeah, it, and but the thing is, now we watch that movie, and then you you sit there and you go, oh yeah, I didn't I didn't watch it. I'm gonna have to check. You sit there and you go, how does that shape up now? It was on Shazam. Oh okay, how does that shape up now with all the movies that came after it? And you go, it doesn't. Because they're not traveling the multiverse. They're traveling time. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. There's 70,000 different Kangs. But he's traveling time. Not the he's multiverse. He's literally the time traveler. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But not the multiverse. And yeah, I get it. He travels time throughout the multiverse, but he's traveling time. He can affect us through our time, not a, not our verse. So where does this play? Where is this variant or the 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 incursion is happening? Where is this incursion? Because it seems like you cannot cause an incursion, but Kang can. And if they were to explain that some way in the quantum realm or in any movie that comes afterwards, that some multiverses think they're causing incursions because they're traveling the multiverse. That's me fucking with them. When they get too close to the to successfully tra traveling the multiverse at will, I destroy their timeline. You know what I'm saying? Then they can be like, okay. What we think is wrong. Yeah. But nope. 
it, it, that's another thing. It's like it's not, it's not connecting on the story you're telling. Like I get it. I wake up today, and I do one thing, and then I wake up tomorrow, I do another thing, and I tell you the stories about today and tomorrow, and it's gonna be two completely different stories. But the timeline, the the, the thing you're getting at is the progression of what happened, right? There is none of that here. So, using your analogy, I just thought of something. Maybe they're trying to go with the approach of you wake up today, you do something. You wake up tomorrow, you do something different. You wake up Wednesday and Thursday and blah, blah, blah. And when you tell the individual stories, it seems like just different shit happened. You're just telling different stories. But when this is all wrapped up and you tell the story of what happened during your week, now it looks like a cohesive fucking thing. Right. And I think they're banking on that. But we're we're too far away from getting the whole fucking, here's what happened this week. We're stuck with, oh, we did that on Tuesday. Great. And what did you do on Wednesday? Fucking fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. And, and you know, like, at least let something go back to the fact. Like, yo, so you remember when I told you on Monday I uh, I broke the board? Yeah. Well, on Tuesday, I figured out a way to use it. You know, something that works. Yeah. You know, something that fits together. Like, just like, oh, by the way, I have a point here. You know? But the the whole blade shit, they pushed it back again, or they just oh. get, they said, "Here goes five pages. Read this shit and enjoy it." Right. So his his the other shit, the other news, uh, Blade. Apparently, they did another rewrite of the script, bared it down, and again, this is all just reports, scuttlebutt. You know, it's nothing that's like one hundred percent concrete. So grain of salt. But the reporting is they slimmed it down to eighty seven page script. Which I think that equivalates to we're getting a 15-minute fing special presentation on Blade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and they cut out Dane Whitman, aka Kit Harrington, aka the Black Knight. AKA Jon Snow. Yeah. So the motherfucker who was set up at the end of the Eternals did cut out the movie. Who gives a shit about him? Yeah. We gotta make sure Blade is under the three hour mark. We got to make sure that we can't tell a story here. Listen, here's my thing. Spider-Man, the origin. (laughs) Just have to show up and then give us a brief synapse. Yeah, we don't need to see the parents die in the hallway. Yes, seen Blade with, with Wesley Snipes. We get it. We get it. We get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't act like you're bringing out Blade because this is a new character that fits in the story. No, you're bringing out Blade because of Wesley Snipes. That's what it is. And people seen the Wesley Snipes Blade. These young kids, if you haven't seen it, go fucking watch it. We, we say it here all the time. Blade, you think Iron Man was the start of the MCU. Blade is the, the true origin 
of the success Marvel has had. Yeah. Blade 1 and Blade 2. Blade 3 was a shit show. Well, Blade 3 came out as well. <laughs> Blade 3 gave us Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it also gave uh, Triple H the... Yeah. The, the, great, the, the greatest wrestler-turned-actor ever. And if Batista <laughs> wants to fight me about it, I'll give him show's number. <laughs> yeah, you go see show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you go talk to show. He handles yeah. all that. Word. <laughs> He's the guy that you want to speak to. But but yeah, that... that, that some I, How hard is it to write a fucking movie about vampires? And a guy who's hunting them. You know what, man? Again, I keep I say it all the time. Do they? And I feel like a broken record every time I got to say that. But it must be harder to write a movie than it seems. Is it is is Marshall Ali just going? Yo, listen. If I wanted to star in Twilight, I'd have went in Twilight. Every time they show him a script. I don't know because there's not there's no concrete reporting. It's just like leaks and somebody who knew like where's Luis to fucking turn him back? Yo, how do we know this? Because somebody he knows that knew somebody that knew somebody that knows some shit. Yeah, but, I'm waiting for for the reports to come out saying this ain't underworld, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it makes it seem like Mahershala Ali is standing on the set like. Come on, I was in Shakespeare, goddammit. Right? Give me or, something to chew the scenery with. This is shameful. Oh, he's reading the script and he gets past the first fucking sentence, and the first sentence is there's always a dumb motherfucker trying to ice skate uphill. And he goes, I'm not gonna play Wesley Snipes in this movie. I'm playing fucking Blade. Or even worse, he reads the first line of the script and it's like exterior shot. Blade, who's now white. Who has a boyfriend? Who's like they just completely changed a whole bunch of shit and like. All right, well, let's try this one again. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's take this back to the drawing board. And the, the crazy shit is, is like you're putting all this effort into a movie that I don't really see being the plot of the whole phases. Yeah, like this. This is just a movie. This is gonna be the Ant Man. Not not in terms of like quality. In terms of like, oh, while everything while Kang is kicking the shit out of everybody, we're gonna take a break and go watch Blade kill some motherfucking vampires. Yeah, and hope for Midnight Suns to show up with Moon Knight and Ghost Rider. Word and and the the crazy shit is the only time we get to see vampires. Is through myths and a very eccentric vampire that apparently isn't afraid of the sun when he when he goes to uh, the retreat with Blonsky. Remember, he thought he was a vampire. Oh, Blades! Blades, Blade illegitimate son? son. Yeah, Blades' son. Like. If if that was a multiverse movie, they need to make like play like Elseworld. Make multiverse movies where in this universe vampires exist and Blade's going after. In this universe, the devil exists and 
and uh, and and uh, Ghost Rider had been fucking possessed by that's it. What, that's what they should have been doing because they're gonna come together in Secret War anyway or Kang Dynasty. Bring it together, bring everybody in, and now we got one fucking through line in your next fucking saga. Yeah, and this is where you can introduce fucking uh, Morales, Miles Morales, and the whole do that whole Avengers fucking thing. We we merged all the fucking universes together, and Miles Morales is now a Spider Man. Uh, enough about that. We got a some shit we actually like. And we're not going to bash. Word. Do a review here for Dungeons, Dungeons and, and Dragons. Dragons. Honor Amongst Thieves. Honor Amongst Thieves. Wait. <laughs> I'm going to let Togo first. Yo, listen. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Honor Amongst Thieves was a very fun movie to watch and you don't really need to know Dungeons and Dragons. It's like Stranger Things. Dungeons and Dragons are mentioned in Stranger Things and you don't really need to know it to watch, but you get the gist of it. This movie, you can watch it without knowing anything about it and sit here and go, okay, I get everything. I understand everything. And if you know about Dungeons and Dragons, it just makes it that much more special. Michelle Rodriguez is a barbarian. They have lesser intelligence. She wasn't stupid, but she was saying some stuff that was like, okay, her intelligence ain't over there. She ain't. Her reflexes are too fast. Nothing goes over her head. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, you get to see all the characters. And like I said, if you know about Dungeons and Dragons and you play Dungeons and Dragons, you can see each character playing their version of the barbarian, of the bard, of the of the the wizard the sorcerer you know druid the um, druid yeah you know what i'm saying you see all those different versions of that it's not like they're all the same type of person or they're looking for a leader or something it's like no because when you play dungeons and dragons you got to make it through some shit and sometimes you got to convince your boys throw the fireball at them it's not going to do it. It's going to do something. You can do it. Roll the 20 and let's roll. You know what I'm saying? It, that's kind of like how it was. You know You know what I'm saying? And it, it's dope. It, it it was long enough to tell the story. We got the little bits of each part of the story that we fucking was told. You know what I'm saying? Like each individual part of the story was told not perfectly, but you know, was we got it. We understood. Everybody got a little moment to shine there. You know what I'm saying? We got three relationships in that whole movie and all of them got explained to completion. I didn't question why someone thought someone was a mother to them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, they that's something them. I wanted to ask. I guess we'll talk about that when we get into the spoiler yeah. portion. So go ahead. No, no, but yeah, it it it's it's fun. If you if you need something to watch. It's a fun movie to watch, and you can appreciate stuff there. And if you, you know, it, you don't need to know Dungeons Dragons to watch it or enjoy it. But if you do, it's it's fucking dope. And let this be the callus to open up your mind and try to figure out what the, most of the shit in there was, because it is a fantasy game in a fantasy world that you control. 
and these people we got to we got to see a campaign from these people that was told well one shot but yeah no you know what i'm saying like a one shot campaign that was you know told through these people that was like oh shit this shit is dope i want to play this you know what i'm saying so that that's that's my non spoiler review there my uh, non-spoiler review it sucked no (laughs) (laughs) and that's it ladies and gentlemen (laughs) and on that note (laughs) no it the movie like Toe said was extremely fun and if if you've ever played the game if you ever want to play the game that's the game the game is fucking fun the game is just sitting around with your friends half playing the game Half making jokes about the game, half ragging on your fucking friends about shit. Like, I'll tell you right now, the current campaign I'm in, we spent three hours doing a fucking band battle. Yeah, I was in, me and my friend and another character were in a rock band, and we fucking went song for song against another band because I'm a bard and we fucking rocked it out. That was an entire three to four hour session we had. My friend Jay, supposed to be highly charismatic, supposed to be regal. He wanted us to steal something. He could change his shape. He can look like anything, disguise self. He was like, oh, I'm going to be a beggar in a town full of rich people. And he's a rich dude. So we rag on him for that. Like, (laughs) That's the kind of fun we have when you play. This movie exudes that amount of fun. It felt it felt like watching a one-shot, like watching people play D&D. You had everybody who hit their marks the way they were supposed to. The story, the story made perfect sense. It was self. This is the one thing I love about this. It was self-contained. This is why I call it a one-shot. Because a one-shot in D&D is a story. We play for three hours. Three to four hours, it starts, it has a middle, it has an end. We get up, we, we leave. This had a start, middle, and end, and it's self-contained. It didn't try to build out a universe. It didn't try to build up a sequel. It didn't try to build up full movie. It This was the movie that it wanted to be. Very effective. The story was great. The emotionality in it was something that I haven't seen in the last couple of movies. Like Wakanda Forever had emotionalities because it was drawing off of the real life passing of Chadwick Boseman. So it had no choice but to have that in there. Dungeon Dragons, Honor Amongst Thieves, it has to, it doesn't have anything to hook people in. It doesn't have any external stories with the cast of the characters. So it had to tell its story and try to hook you on its own. And at the end, I was fucking hooked. I was in tears when the ending happened. Like full full on watery eyes, tears running down the face. And I haven't done that legitimately since what? Fucking Spider-Man No Way Home? Yeah. Yeah, when uh, Garfield grabbed MJ? Yeah. But again, that was an external thing that was brought over. That wasn't something that that naturally organically was formed through the course of the fucking movie. So that was dope. 
if you if you're if you love D D, the the locations, the spell usage, the way they did certain things, you could tell at certain moments when players like when somebody rolled a nat 20 or when somebody rolled high or when somebody rolled low or it had that feel to it. The final battle scene, which we'll get more into, but it felt like, oh, we rolled initiative and it all these people get to go and then the bad guy goes and then the initiative round goes again and then they go. It had that feel to it. It was funny as hell. Yeah. Like legit. I didn't expect it to be legit funny. I was laughing almost throughout the entire thing. That's how fucking funny it was. And another thing I got to recommend, I got to give, you know, my fucking props to the costume department. The first time we pull in and we see a dragonborn, I verbally was like, ooh, look at that. I'm in the theater. Like, damn, the dragonborn looks good. The fucking, um, I can never pronounce the name, but the bird fucking person, Jonathan, looked good. The fucking cats, the tabaxis, looked good. A little weird because of the way they proportioned it out. But still, it was practical. It wasn't it wasn't like a CGI heavy fucking thing. And the one thing that was CGI heavy when they fought the, the pudgy dragon that you see in the uh, trailer, that fight was fucking funny. That fight was harrowing. That fight was like, oh shit, how the fuck are they gonna do this? Yeah, yeah. So the, all that was good. The art direction was good. Everything looked the way you would hope that it looked. It took itself. It didn't take itself so seriously that it was like, we're trying to replace the Lord of the Rings. But it took itself seriously enough that the movie worked. And the movie did exactly what the fuck it what D&D does. Take a fucking handful of shitheads and put them in a spot where, oh, we're the only ones who can stop this. I guess it's got to be us. Yeah. Because the one thing about D&D that no, everybody glosses over is you live in a fucking fully functioning world. Bad shit's happening. Why isn't it? Why isn't the kingdom sending people to deal with this? Why isn't yeah. there people who are trained their whole lives for this? No, it's the shitheads that just showed up at a bar one day and fucking stumbled into this shit. The They're the ones who got to go save the world. Yeah. That's exactly what it felt like. It was the writing was good, the acting was good. There wasn't anybody who, there was nobody who did a bad job. Did I can't? I honestly, like Toast said, it wasn't a perfect movie. I can't think of anything that I would have changed, or I would have done differently, or I would have liked to see. This is one of those movies. There's very few movies that I go see that. I come out of the theater and go, I wouldn't have changed anything. Or I flat out go, I can't think of anything better to do. And this is one of those movies where I walked out and was like, I wouldn't have changed anything. This, I can't pitch you a better version of what we saw. Because what we saw was what, it's what I needed to see going in. What I was hoping to see going in. And I do recommend everybody... Go see it. it. It's a fucking... You want to just fun time? Bring your kids. 
I mean, there's nothing too... A little bit maybe for really young kids that would have been scary, but like, I don't know, like 10 and up, just fucking bring your kids. Fucking bring them. Yeah. This, this is... This is the fantasy movie for people who like, oh, Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings are too far up their own ass. <laughs> yeah. So then go see this one. <laughs> but and and also like the characters felt like they were being played by people. Yeah. You know, like this didn't look like, all right, we got a barbarian, we got this and play a barbarian. No, it's like play a barbarian you would play. In D and D, like the like the the the, um, the bard, the main character, he's telling his story, and he's like, "When is really coming?" Like he intru- like he interrupts the story, like, "But when is he co- is he gonna be here anytime soon?" Because we need, well, I, you, I really need him to come in here. Like, you wanna like, get into spoilers uh, now? Yeah. All okay, right. Let's let's get into the shit because, in in all honesty, it's like, yo, we need him to come. He's not here. Uh, where is it? Uh, where is this guy? You sure he's coming? Is this? So, I'll get deeper into, but to that thing, that was, that is what, the I think that's the first real joke in yeah. the film. Because the, the when they first when it first starts, it's a prisoner transfer. They bring in this orc motherfucker, who comes in, big like I said, practical effects, look fucking cool in the makeup, walking around. They get put in a cell with Chris Pratt, ah, Chris Pratt, Chris Pine, and, and <laughs> yeah, uh, Michelle Rodriguez. I was singing the same shit. Yeah. Puts in the cell with them. That's a little bit of banter. Michelle beats the shit out of him because he's a piece of shit. And, you know, the movie's starting. And then we get to, so they were arrested, and we get to the parole hearing. As soon as he's telling the story, he literally, in the middle of the scene that he's telling, because we get we get the backstory of how they got there, and part of his backstory. He stops, looks at the camera, and then like a Deadpool moment breaks the fourth wall and say, like, "What? When is Jonathan coming?" As Toe was saying, yeah, and that set the tone. It was like, okay, from here on in, I'm buying in. I know what this movie is. Because you, you know, okay, we know what level we're playing at now. And now we have nothing to do but go from here and upwards. So, the you want me to just go through the whole thing real quick? Yeah, 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 talk? yeah, yeah. So, they're looking for Jonathan because you think that he's going to be, because he keeps saying, yo, he's going to be receptive to the story. He's going to like this part of the story. I really wish he was here. So you think he's going to be the one who's going to give him the pardon? No. They tell the whole story. He shows up at the end. And now this is where you put subversion for our old Star Wars talk that we did before. This is where you put subversion. They grab him because he's a bird. And I got to look up the name of that race because it's killing me. It's not a race that that gets played too much, because it's kind of hard to. Um... A Kenku? No, Kenkus are much smaller, and I would have fucking known what a Kenku is. Uh, 
Hold on. Uh, it starts with a fucking A. Araka. There you go. Oh. Yeah. I was... A Kokora. There you go. He's in a Kokora. So, they grab him and fucking literally jump through the window and tell him to fly. And the second joke that starts it off, as they do that, you hear the fucking dude who's on the council. We were going to approve your pardon. Yeah. <laughs> they were going to get approved it. anyway. Yeah. And they broke out. So they do that. We get the uh, we get the whole backstory of what happened, in which Chris Pine was part of an order of knights, and uh, he was tasked on bringing in red wizards. Red wizards in D anD D are the the worst fucking group you can come across, and they if they kill you, you're dead, dead. Like you can't be brought back, except for. Very high-level, powerful magic items can bring you back. So he's trying to stop him. He gets stuck in a time stop. So time stop is a spell that literally does what it says. It stops time. He gets stuck in one. Him and Michelle Rodriguez. The reason he was in this thing uh, in the time stop is he was looking for this one tablet that can revivify or reawaken as they call it he wanted to bring his wife back because one of the things he did as a knight was he stole some gold from the red wizards and that wound up leading them back to his place and they killed his wife so he was trying to get the tablet or get the talisman to bring her back to life so that he and his daughter and her can all live together and, you know, in the interim, between him getting stuck in the time stop and him losing his wife, in between all that, he met Michelle Rodriguez's barbarian. They formed, a, like, a brother-sister relationship. They raised the kid, all that shit. So now they're out of prison. He's just going to go get his daughter back. And I don't want to give... I'm not going to give you the entire movie because I want you to go see it. But if so facto... When he goes to get his daughter back, bigger things are now afoot, and they get wrapped up into something bigger, and they gotta stop. They gotta stop the evil of the day. But the fucking they had monsters in it. They had the gelatinous cube, which is exact. It does exactly what the fuck it does. They used it in a smart way. Something I've never seen anybody do. Because the, the gelatinous cube, it the thing is, you get stuck in it, and you can't get out from, you can't get out from the inside. So it dissolves you slowly over time. But people from the outside can pull you out. So they use it cleverly to to get out to escape a situation, which they got a fucking displacer beast. Which if you've seen the posters, the big panther thing, that thing from its tail, it can really. It can show you an image, a copy of itself that's in one area and make you think it's there while it's coming up from a different area and attacking you. 
displacer. It displaces its view. That shit was fucking cool. The graphics on that were great. They had everybody. So Chris Pine plays a, what I believe is a College of Lore bard with his ability to tell stories and weave song, you know, weave plans and do all that shit. Uh, he definitely used bardic inspiration when he was talking to the sorcerer, trying to get him to man up and actually attune to this item that they had to go get. Uh, you had the sorcerer who's a wild magic sorcerer. Wild magic, if you cast at a high enough level, you literally have to roll on a table, a D100 table, and whatever random effect happens because of your use of magic happens. You could turn yourself blue. You could turn yourself into a potted plant. Uh, you could summon a dragon. You could lightning bolt the shit out of your team. Like a whole variant of thing happened because with sorcerers, you get wild magic. Or you get Draconic, where you're a dragon blood somewhere in you, and you're a little more attuned to a specific type of magic. You had the Barbarian, who's just standard Barbarian. I think she took, uh, if you if she was making a character, she must have took Tavern Fighter, because she can use improvised weapons. You had the Wild-Shaped Druid, who can turn into anything or any animal. Oh. What she did as the fucking owl bear, owl bear at the end, I'll let Toe fucking describe it. That shit was fucking awesome. You had the paladin. Motherfucker who just comes in righteousness. He must have been a an oath of righteousness paladin because it seemed like he was atoning for something that he did before. Let's see. You Grant was a rogue. Then you had the Red Wizard, who was the bad guy. And I think that was... I think that's everybody who was in there. Uh, any spoiler talk you want to uh, bring up, then? Anything you want to get into? I don't know if my man fell asleep or something. No, 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 no. I'm, uh... Sorry, uh... Well, uh, to give you a couple more seconds. So the thing takes place in a couple of different places. Neverwinter is the main place where it takes, uh, where this whole thing happens. And that's the main capital of one of the largest cities on the Sword Coast. So in the D&D world, it's the Forgotten Realm. There's many realms, but this is the Forgotten Realm. Uh, it's one of the, it's on the continent of their planet. their like Earth planet. And I always forget how to pronounce the fucking name. Because I'm always bad with names. Um, the Earth planet. And no, well, it's, not the, it's not the Earth planet. I mean... uh, The main planet or the Earth planet? No, no. So the Forgotten Realm. That's the, the main place that they're on. But Neverwinter is located on the Sword Coast next to... They mentioned... um. See, now I'm blanking on all these names because realistically, I'm a homebrew D&D player. So all the, all the settings we use, all the characters we use, all the lore we use is shit that we make up. But there's actual legitimate places that you can use. Uh, let's see here, because I had it written down. Formir. No. 
Rossville? No, those those are other places. Let's see. Yeah, we're still trying. Well, I see is Rum Space the Formir Solar System? Uh, Adid Farun. There you go. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the continent that they're on. And they 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 talk about Water Deep, which is another place. Which so Neverwinter has a video game setting out that you can play. It's like I said, this where the Majority of, like, it's the biggest city that they have where elves and dwarves and all that shit live. Uh, Waterdeep has a great campaign setting with the heist, Waterdeep heist, where you can clear there. The Sword Coast is the, the left edge of the fucking map, if you look at it. I mean, it's got all the places in it. One of the things I, one of the things I love, everybody played, like he was saying before, Everybody played their character perfectly, and you could tell what stat. If you play D&D, you could tell what stats they have. So the, the Chris Pine, the bard. Charisma. High charisma to play a bard. The paladin, also highly charismatic. But uh, intelligence and wisdom are not stats that a paladin needs. So you could tell his wisdom was lower, not because he was dumb or anything or he didn't know shit. It's just the way he portrayed it, where he's very, you know, colloquialisms don't work with him. Because at one point they were like, oh, we need to go stop you, Grant's character. And uh, Michelle Jiggers like, yeah, he's a son of a bitch. And he's Paladin, like, so you blame your mother. Reg- yeah. Reggie Jean Page was like, oh, so you blame his mother for this. You're like, no. You're like, what? No. <laughs> My favorite thing is there's this moment where he's done with part of, with his part. He went to go help him get the uh the helmet, the helmet. that yeah. they need, the disruption helmet. And he's like, All right, I'm out. And they're literally narrating like you would do at a table where you're just talking shit about one of the players. And he's like, Oh, look, he's walking away. Look at that. He's walking in a straight line. Up. Oh, He's coming up to this is Chris Pine. He's like, oh, he's coming up to a rock. Is he gonna go left? Is he gonna go right? And he's walk straight over. He's like, oh no, he's gonna walk straight over it. And the fucking thing was like a big ass fucking rock. He literally yeah, had to like like walk up and step down. Like, yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it it was dope. And then um, towards the end, the uh, the woman that could transform into different things. The druid. The druid, she turned into like a bear. Hawk. The owl bear. The owl bear and was smashing the red demon. And she, they're like, okay, I think that's enough. And the demon became alive. She's like, ah! and then just Yo. smashes even more and then throws her against the wall and like All definitely right. tries to kill her. I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to go into what I popped for. I popped for the dragonborn. Because when I first saw him, I was like, oh, shit. That's a fucking dragonborn. It looks great. It exists in this world. 
it's real. The the spells that they use to the one of the main villains used one of my favorite spells, the green flame blade, where you put, literally put a green flame around your blade, and you could do extra damage with it. But if you're if two people are attacking you and they're close enough, the flame after it hits the first guy that you're fighting can jump to the second guy and and already hit him before you even get to him. He didn't have a chance to use that portion of it because he fought the paladin one-on-one. And that was a fucking fight. That you could see that, okay, the paladin and these and him was matched up pretty well. I'd pop for that shit. They did the um, the ending. I'm not going to give away all of it, but there's a moment in the beginning where they were like, oh, the sorcerer, who's supposed to be highly charismatic. Sorcerers are supposed to be charismatic. He's not a good sorcerer because he doesn't have he doesn't have that skill built up. He's doubting himself. He's doing all this shit. So he finally gets the confidence up. They're fighting the Red Witch. And she's hitting the time stop again. And they're like, yo, you got to counter it. And he's like, I can't. She's too strong. And she freezes all of them. She's about to walk up and hit Chris Pine with the Finger of Death. Finger of Death is a fucking powerful spell. He would have been gone. Right as he's about to do it, he turns around and starts moving. And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, how the fuck did he get out of that? And you see the sorcerer comes out and goes, oh, I countered it. I must have gotten better. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Because if, if you ever play counterspell fucking rules, and if you ever have a chance to you to have a character who takes counterspell, you fucking take counterspell. Always. And to have him counter it, it's it's one of the things I love about DD. Cause that's a fucking Nat 20 moment. That's a shit. Well, Counterspell, you don't have to roll for it if you cast it at a higher level than... So the way Counterspell works, if you cast a spell at third level and I cast Counterspell at third or higher, I counter you automatically. Yeah. But if you cast a spell at fourth level and I can only Counterspell at third, then I got to roll for it. And if I roll high enough, then I get it. That was definitely a moment where because he's not as high level as the Red Wizard, I guarantee you he had to roll, and that motherfucker hit a nat 20 on it. Yeah, the way that they did that, yeah. And it it was similar to the whole, um, to, like, the ending of Guardians of the Galaxy. Because Chris Pine comes out, I was like, oh, this is all the fucking distraction, so we can do this. And the little girl who was invisible put on the fucking magic nullifier cuff. Yeah. And that's when the owl bell... Owl Bear came out and did the whole fucking um, the Hulkbuster Hulk like go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. She started off with the Hulk th- uh, Hulk Loki fucking just ragdolling her, and then just went go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, and just fucking fucked her up. Greatest part of the fucking movie. I can't wait to watch that again just to see that part. Yeah. Yeah, I, that that part was dope because you could see in the in the the bear hawk or the bear owl's face like 
it was legitimate to get like, what the fuck is that happening? You know? <laughs> you so, know? To give a little more context of why Counterspell is great, the show that I keep talking about, Critical Role, yeah. is a moment I've told a told hundred times. The first campaign, which, by the way, if you want to watch an animated version of some of it, Legends of Vox Machina, it's on Amazon Prime. Highly, you know, suggested. Must watch, must watch. Yeah. Very good. Even if you don't know anything about it, go watch the D&D movie. Go watch Legends of Vox Machina. Two fucking great sources of just high fantasy fucking entertainment. Anyway, they're fighting Vecna, the bad guy from um, uh, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Which is, he's a D&D bad guy, but he's in that show. They're fighting him. And their bard turns around and was like, okay, I'm going to move up here. And there's nothing I can do. I can't do nothing. And everybody's like, dude, you can't do nothing? What the fuck? So everybody else takes a turn. Bad guy comes up. Vecna comes up. He's about to do something. And then the bar just looks and goes, counterspell. Ninth level. Higher than what that dude was going to do. He looks at the DM and goes, that's why the fuck I got closer. Drops his pen. (laughs) And just ruins the whole plan that was about to go down. That's why I popped so hard, because that reminded me of that, where the Red Wizard's like, oh, I won. And he just came up, counterspell, bitch. You ain't do shit. <laughs> Word. Yeah, that was that was dope to see. And, and even if it's like D&D's not your game, I know a lot of it is reference to D&D and all that other stuff, but it's a fantasy world. Like, if you're into, like, fantasy worlds... And like like Lord of the Rings or some shit that takes you out of this is a good fucking movie to watch. Yeah, it you know what? It wasn't too high on the magic. It wasn't too it wasn't too bogged down on like the mechanics of things and oh you need a long rest to get your spell slots back or you need you ran out of spell slots or you they didn't get bogged down on the minutiae of the actual yeah. play. They just went instead of rule as written, rule is cool. The rule of cool. Yeah. They just made a cool movie. Let the people do what they do. And and they 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 left it open for if they wanted to make another one. They don't have to use these characters. They can make another Dungeons and Dragon movie with other characters and tell a different story. Yeah, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of Dungeons and Dragons. You never you. It could take you three years to play a single campaign, or you could show up every every week with a different character, go on a different adventure. Yeah. And that was you know, is that that's everything you wanted to talk about the uh Dungeons and Dragons or you wanted to Well shit, I mean there's there's a there's uh what we call it? the that one scene where you see it a little bit in the trailer where Chris Pine playing his yeah. do, doing the shit. Oh yeah, that was funny too. And you're like, they, you see them in the background. You're like, okay, he's distracting them so that they can get away. And then the fucking sorcerer stumbles against his foot court and is not concentrating on the spell, which I think is, it's got to be major illusion because that's the only thing you can do that you could project something that has sound and shit. Mm-hmm. And you see yeah. Chris, Chris Ooh, Pine's yeah. face droop and he starts doing some weird <laughs> shit. And you're like, the guards are like, what the fuck? This is an illusion. <laughs> they turn around and now they gotta run. Yeah. It was that, dope. 
yeah, it was little little things like that where so if you guys are watching it, if Toe's watching it, Show's watching it, you guys who don't play, you see it and it's just a funny scene and it works. And you're like, okay, this dude's not good at magic. <clears throat> so it didn't work out the way he thought. Where for somebody who does play magic, you can look at it and go, okay, he tried something and the DM made him roll for it. And he rolled well at the beginning. Like he projected it, but then when he had to roll his deception check, he rolled a nat one and failed his deception check. And that's why the guards fucking saw through it. It's like, oh no, this is fake. Gotta turn around and run. It's little moments like that. Like Mashara Jenkins gets a fucking this dude has an axe that's made by I forget who the fuck is made by, but it's like a it's not a legendary item or anything that's in the game, but it's made by somebody who makes legendary items. So she beat the dude's ass and took his axe. Later on, she's in the foundry. It falls in the fucking molted uh, lava that they have to forge shit. Comes out, and now it's a homebrew fucking axe that looks dope. It's got fucking spikes at the end. Shit like that. Yeah, it went into the, the magma. Yeah. Yeah. Shit like that happened. You can definitely tell. It, little minutia shit. You could tell. Where if you played the game, you'd pick up very quick. Everybody had a fucking backstory. And everybody yeah. had a backstory that is true to life. Some players come in and give you 400-page backstories. Which they, uh, what do you call it? Chris Pine had. He was the main character, technically. The leader. He had a long backstory. The paladin had a shorter backstory, but he was righteous. The sorcerer, barely any backstory. All we know is he's a sorcerer from a bloodline. Like his great-grandfather was somebody good. Like nothing there too much. The druid had a had a backstory. Again, but nice and short. The barbarian, she kicked out of her tribe. Because she fell in love with somebody. Then that dude left her. That's it. That's all you need. Because in, in D&D, that's all you need. You just need something to inform how you play your character. And then your real story is from when the adventure starts to when the adventure ends. Yeah. That was pretty fucking cool. Um, I'm trying to go after shit that's not like... Because I don't want to give frame by frame. Because then you don't need to go see it. Yeah. <laughs> you know and trust I mean? me. Yeah, and trust me. The the movie's a lot more and captivating than the way we could put it in the words. It's, yeah, it, I'm too, I'm after, too hyped yeah. to accurate, accurately represent this film. Yeah, and after watching the other movies that we've seen, like, excluding Wakanda Forever, but, you know, Ant-Man, Quantum Realm, the Multiverse of Madness, the... the not Shang-Chi, but you know, the, the the She-Hulks, all these other movies and shows that we've seen that disappoint us. This is a, a good movie to not disappoint you. Yeah, like like the first John Wick. Yeah. You walk in and you're like, I don't know what this is about. But you watch and you come out and go, that shit was fucking awesome. Yeah. That shit was cool. That this is exactly how you should approach this movie. <laughs> Yeah, but 
Yeah, I mean the, the commercials don't give it all away. That's the the best yeah, part he, about it. You Grant was fucking hilarious in it. He yes. Oh, he was such a fucking dick. <laughs> I like that. I actually like the I like the humor in this. It was it was very adultish because they know who's watch who's playing this game. You know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. And, oh, and I gotta say they set up the end, fucking perfectly. Like oh, they yeah, do tell us end. they do something close to the end, but not there where they kind of give away the ending. Yeah. But then you get to the end, and it—that's where—that's where I had the full-on fucking tears. It's because once I saw, once I saw that specific scene, and you, when you see the movie, you'll know what you'll know what I'm talking about. That scene was the setup, and when they get to the payoff, that's the thing with good writing, man. When it gets to the payoff, it fucking works on every level. And you you can literally be like, all right, this is so to put in the perfect context. When you get that one scene and the payoff in Dungeons and Dragons, you go, I I know exactly why he made this decision. I know I would have made the same one. It makes perfect sense for all the characters involved. It makes sense for the viewer watching it, and you walk away, like I said, tears in my eye, feeling like, yes. This is how it should have went. Lord. Versus Wanda and Multiverse of Madness, where they wrote her differently. And now you're like, but wait a minute. I thought she already fucking went through this shit. What the fuck she's doing now? None of this makes sense. It doesn't. We're yeah. regressing. Was it, cool to see, was it cool to see her turn into Freddy Krueger and chase motherfuckers down covered in blood? Yeah. But that's only because that visual is cool but yeah. it didn't make sense for the fucking for the story and her arc but with especially good writing, that that early into the yeah. into the movie with good writing everything made sense here yeah yeah it did but you know like like we said we don't want to keep beating the dead horse Watch the fucking movie, but it was definitely something that was that was definitely good to watch, whether you played Dungeons and Dragons or not. Yeah, uh, it comes out on the thirty first. I'm definitely gonna go watch it again. Yeah, and hopefully next week we have a one shot of our own, so we can actually show you how D and D works. And so we did a one shot before. We ran a module. Like I said, I'm a homebrew guy. I don't really do modules. So if you watch it or if you go back and watch it, it is what it is. You may like it. You may not like it. If we get the chance to do a one shot again and I get to do my homebrew shit and show you how, what this game's supposed to be about, I guarantee you it would be a better time. And even though it was, it, was a good, it was a good time for us, me and Show did it. Yeah. From, from my perspective, it could have been better. I could have done better. But if I get to do my own shit where I don't have to follow a book, because that's yeah. the greatest thing about this is they give you the rules and you go, you go make your own. You go tell the story you want to tell. 
True. Yeah. So we're gonna do a, a rating because I know we used to we used to rate movies around here once upon a time. Um. All right, but I, I give it like I said, it was a it was a good movie. I'll give this movie like an eight out of ten. I'm giving this movie a nine out of ten. Okay. It was there was a lot of like again being a player. There's a lot of shit in there that got me. Story was great. Characters were great. And I can't think of one. I literally, as I'm sitting here, I can't think of a negative. Yeah. So nine out of ten for me. There you go. And uh, I guess that's it. We cut this one short tonight. Short and sweet. We got through a lot of stuff. And uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully, with the crew. We actually went through some news. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. <laughs> and we went off on our tangent, but we kept it alive. But yo, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, it's your friendly neighborhood knucklehead signing out. Peace, everybody. <laughs>